Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome along to the Short Ball, a rugby pass podcast. Scotty Stevenson and Ali Williams with you. It is the end of round 16 of Super Rugby. We're looking ahead to round 17. What a round round 16 was. Though. You're happy about this. You've been Oof. you've been on a little mini break. You've come mini and break. recharged. I'm always recharged, mate. Yeah, so I'm I like inspired. It. We've got the man himself. Well, yes, we do have the man himself. Scotty Robertson out of Christchurch about to join us on the pod. Uh, before we get to Razor Ray, though, uh, just a couple of points, some listener feedback. Uh, people are very happy with your energy levels. What? Oh, very happy with your energy levels. I've had, uh, I've had a couple of offers for a tranquilizer gun. Beautiful. I've had um, a couple of offers for some downers, but uh, I prefer uppers myself. And um, boy, you're up again. I'm looking forward to your, con- Magical, your content Magical. today. Good content. <sighs> Ready to run? Let's do this. Razor Ray coming to you live from Christchurch. Hello, Razor. Hi, guys. Mate, that was an interesting start. Yeah, it's always an interesting right. start on the short ball. We've got you on here, mate. We've got to mix it up. Yeah. Hey, um, right. That's yeah. an interesting start, interesting finish in Fiji. Let's just get the elephant in the corner of the hallway of the room out of the way. Um, uh, apparently, <laughs> you guys are no good now. Might as well write yous off. Well, well, who said perfect. that? Well, well, you know, that's that's what everyone's saying now. One loss, right off. You're oh, right off. God. Ray, your, yeah, thought, your look- thoughts. Yeah, look, uh, probably the timing of the, uh, um, the the lessons are very appropriate for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're pretty deep today. We've got deep, deeper than we probably ever have in the last two and a half, three years around how we were playing, the calls that we made, um, dealing with, you know, a lot of pressure and the heat. The boys were bordering on heat stroke mm-hmm. and, um, and how you deal with it, that pressure and that, you know, making decisions, key decisions, and and, and we prepared for it, but uh, we didn't execute it, and, and 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 who didn't execute it, and make each other accountable. So to be to, to be honest, you've got to be honest to be accountable, and you've got to be, to be accountable is the only way you can grow, and that's our biggest focus of today, and we and we got we climbed into it. Wow. I can imagine. Heartfelt conversation, mate. You let me down. No, you let me down. You're <laughs> shit. I'm shit. Let's play better next week. Gotcha. That sort of stuff, Razor. Any tears? <laughs> mate, no. No one called anyone else shit. Everyone just said, well, can we get better? What do you mean? Mate, we it's need not, to get better. It's not heartfelt if you're not personally attacking someone we're, we're saying, look, <laughs> mate, you know, you let me down here, my oh. stats. I mean, I remember playing with Corey Flynn. He used to blame me all the time. If the line-out went astray, and I'd say, no, it was your bad throw. He said, no, it was your bad jump. And so we'd get quite quite deep on it. Did you fix it? Yeah, well, did we fix it? We had one <laughs> of the best line-outs in the competition. 
This is things have changed oh. since uh, Ellie's day. Do you want to get him down there, Ray, or are you pretty? You got this under control, you think? Um. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I'm okay because you are shit. Probably the more the most unconstructive coaching term I've seen or heard for a long time. Yeah, I get called that a lot actually. Um, no, Ray. Seriously though, um, you, you you're a better coach than me, Ray. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's hands down, bud. You're way better than me. Right, you haven't I'll had to. Yeah, you haven't had to get deep with these boys because it, it seems to most of us from the outside looking in that, that they do know those jobs, they know their responsibilities, and that execution has been a hallmark of the side. I know there are mitigating factors. Uh, one columnist today suggested that all the off-field stuff has had an impact on the team. What would you say to that? Oh, um, look, I don't think. Well, not directly. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say indirectly. Like the guys that have obviously, you know, had the allegations against them, have performed at a pretty good level. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and what we do through adversity is actually get tighter and better from it. What well, I think, if you can put it in context, if, I think it's really easy to generalise. I think more that I've had to do, you know, as a coach, it's easy for ever. It's easy for um, the the paper, well, you know, communist or, or yep. journalist as yourself, mm-hmm. like put not yourself, but as you know, it's easy to generalise and to jump on something and then, oh, they're no good because this has happened and this is an angle and they get some good clicks and move on. Yeah. Like if I put it down to it, it's, our, it's actually our execution and our tact- how tactically we were Saturday night. Yeah. More importantly around um, than adversity. So that's more specific for us and that's my job. If, if I'm generalising, I'm not an expert in my in area. Yeah. And, and that's why I was saying that's what we got deep on. Now look, the energy levels are there. The mindset was there because we're up 20-0. Mm. Um, the ability to make and change and, uh, tactically on, on, the, on the hop was what cost us. Yeah. Did you, um, but, did, did you make that turn yeah. all right, Razor? Were you going left or right? Yeah, because the indicator was on for a long time there, Chief. Yeah, I'm, I'm turning left again. Oh, yep. <laughs> left, left. But you're hands free. You're going, hands oh, no, you're hands free. I'm just, we're just worried you're going around in circles now. That's all. Right, if so, you're going two nah. left turns in a row. Oh, yeah, I'm off to Champ de Lise with Ali. I take the right turn, mate. I went left. <laughs> Not so yeah, good. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Not so good, me old mate. Hey, Razor, on a more serious note, how's the surf down there? No, no, no. Uh, the players, how much do they take? I know we talk. You talk about um, the decision making and the things like that. How much do they talk about that internally with themselves, and then come to you with a, or oh, maybe we looked at this in the wrong light? Like, is it more you direct them to what you think, or is it more a sort of robust discussion around what they think, what you think, mm-hmm. and then you come out with a, a formula? Well, that's a long question. Look, um, the, <laughs> I'm trying to work the, on that actually, mate. <laughs> I just find yeah. it hard to get a question out quickly. Yeah, 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 100. So I'll, I'll sum that up for you. Like, my job is to facilitate to get at the solution. And how I do it in, in regards to the, the group today was look at the timeline of how, when we kick the ball away, um, obviously our overthrows on the lineouts, what our calling systems and structures were, so and what the outcome were, them, were, were from them. So you look, can look at a timeline, put it in context, and we'll look mm-hmm. at the pitches, mm-hmm. and then, guys, why do we make that decision then? What was our thinking? What's our reasoning? And they understand, well, this is what I was thinking and why. Okay, we're chasing the game. We're kicking long to them, or, or contestables are just too long. 
the hole in the ball. They've scored four, four tries off two rucks or less. They're playing chief style, unstructured. Mm. Their line-out was poor. Their scrum were all over it. And we kept feeding them. Mm. So what would we do better next time? Who's going to put their hand up? And, and that's how we do it. And then then we get the honesty that I was talking about before and the solutions for it. Okay, this is what we're going to do next time. This is my messages from the box. I'm going to, You need to listen Okay, and you've got to hear and feed back to us. So, and that's how you close the loop, Valley. Okay. Yeah. Jeez, that's why you've got the top job. That's why you've got the top job, Razor. You are a detail man. Um, I go back to my original point, mate. No one thinks that uh, that's the end of it for the Crusaders. But um, <laughs> I, I think I also, is there a part two, mate? You've got top spot sewn up. No one can catch you. Um, and you did that with some oh. weeks to spare. So. Um, is there a chance, and this is just an off chance and a genuine question, that, that some guys may have just taken their foot off a little bit? Um, if 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 they have, I know I don't look. I'll go back to the other point. Mindset was really good. We had a good preparation during the week. Well, on, it was probably infield tactically, that onfield tactically at the time that, that cost us. Yeah, we were spent. It's been a big few weeks. Obviously, what happened travelling back. Um, the Blues was pretty titanic battle for us as well, mm. and to get up in the heat, you, the, could we coach? You know, could we have been better around the tempo of the game? Yes. Could mm. we have slowed it down probably for ourselves? Yeah. So there's a lot of things learning in it. But not look, we've never been beaten in my three years as coach on mindset. No one's ever outworked us, but we've been beaten tactically. Mm. What yep. was the uh, what was the atmosphere like in Suba? Magical. Oh my! Off oh, the hook, man. They were they were doing, um, they were doing uh, Mexican waves. Mate, it was full by half past five. Look, you've been there, Sumo. The, the, mm. the energy and the the atmosphere is incredible. You know, like had some. Um, it was a pretty. It was a pretty special night. It's a special game to go over there. Like the Crusaders at uh, in Fiji, it's, it's it's a massive amount of um, support after Marika Wunambaka. You know, his initial guy that to get picked up. And Super Rugby and, and actually perform and score tries on a regular basis. So he's a superhero. Well, he's a hero of the superheroes, but much. He's a hero over there. And, <laughs> You're the only superhero and, around here, Razor. Oh, hey, mate, you have you got more capes and, and <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man. Right. He's wearing one right now. Yeah, and anyway, yeah. And um, so so you know, we've got a real good support and the group the energy of the week was perfect. We trained really light, um, to make sure we were we're good to go on the on the night, but as you know, we, you know, there was, had the ball energy wise for sure. All right, mate. Hey, um, would you do it again? Go to Fiji, play that game. Do you think it's a valuable game? Um, I think we, you need to get it on your calendar bang on. Yeah. Has to be yeah. at a perfect time mm. after a buy or going into a buy out, you know, after what the Chiefs got. I think that's our learning out of it. Um, you know, we've, and in, in, in the ability to probably, you know, freshen a couple of players up where we did with the Matt Pod who we missed, you know, obviously. Yeah. Um, could I imagine a better? Yeah, of course. You can you always reflect when things don't get, get quite right. Um, mm. Would we play again to answer your question? <laughs> Ask me in four weeks' time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, mate. Hey, I know you've got your awards tonight, buddy. And so uh, have a good night yeah. with the boys. And we really appreciate you joining us on the short ball, Ray. Thanks very much, mate. Yeah, look, thanks, guys. Crusade okay, on, Razor. Crusade on. <laughs> yeah, crusade. Oh, you jump ships. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> See you, mate. Yeah, man. Thanks, guys. You know, when, you know when I say the crusade on, 
Yeah. What they do crusade on is every time you pop a beer, mm-hmm. crusade on. Every time you open the beer, you got to say crusade on. Right, every time? Yeah. You still do that? Oh, I don't do it now. Why? But during the season, I... How many beers crusade. were you having? I'm just telling you what you're meant to do. I don't <laughs> want to go into my drinking habits. I'm just my asking. drinking habits are not too bad. I know, it's, but that's just a, a natural follow-up question. As Razor said, it's you, it's you communist. It's mindset. He said communists, didn't he? Communist. He didn't say he columnists. He said columnists. He did not oh, say... No. So, you can't... You can, you can, you're going to get... You're, you're doing I'm more... i stuff. You're doing more columnisting and uh, broadcasting than I am. <laughs> no, so not. you're one of them. I'm in here with you're you. You're one of them. Yeah, which makes you which makes you one of those people that he's You're referring to. Well, where have I got it? Just yeah. there, mate. There. I got it? Yeah, I was getting it. I couldn't, I couldn't concentrate. The Ruru Al was like what, looking at me with like... Probably nose here. Mm. She always gets one of those little dangleberries halfway through. I'm going to save this for uh, for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if my wife's cooking me it's dinner disgusting. tonight. disgusting. <laughs> You're disgusting. When did you stop eating your buggies? Honestly. When did I what? When did you stop eating your buggies? Stop eating them? Yeah, because you did when you were a kid. Every kid does. Oh, yeah. My Apparently daughter's going through... Oh, no, I don't say that, Ollie. No, it is. Um, your daughter's going through a buggy eating yeah, phase. Yeah, going, going through a phase. Um, I wouldn't say I'm joining her. This is the worst jest chat of all time. I wouldn't say I'm joining her. Um, anyway, so where else do we go? There's plenty of storage room in there. I have to, can always just say that. Can we move on? <laughs> I want to talk about my nose. <laughs> I want to talk about the Fijian experience. I know Ray was uh, a bit circumspect in his response to whether they would play it again, right? But here's the thing, Ali. And I said this on the night. For the last four years that that game has been a fixture on the Super Rugby calendar, it has been the only, the only sellout regular season Super Rugby game in the calendar. All right? Now, why is it that still we are putting up the same barriers to a genuine Pacific involvement in Super Rugby? Now, people will say, yeah, but it took $3.5 million of government subsidy to get the teams there, etc., etc. I'm not suggesting that every game has to be played in Fiji. What I'm suggesting is... There are a lot of Fijians and a lot of Samoans and a lot of Tongans living all around Australia and New Zealand. You'd probably sell out half of New Zealand's grounds if they had a viable team to support. Well, I mean, there's two parts to that, isn't there? I mean, the, I look at it supply and demand. So I look at the whole competition. I think we, we're supplying too much rugby and it's, mm-hmm. it's um, losing its value, losing its sting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you look at it from a that angle again and you say well who are historically great supporters and real sort of tribal type nations and you go Tonga and you go Fiji and you go Samoa and you're sitting there going well it's sort of there it's waiting for it's waiting for something to happen yeah. look at look um, at the World Series 7s it doesn't matter whether the tournaments in Las Vegas yep. in London in Paris in Wellington and Hamilton yep. the loudest happiest members of that crowd will be Fijians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, they go um, everywhere to they, watch this stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I was at um, Hong Kong Sevens this year, and there was a guy, a Fijian fella, he had travelled mm. for the three days just to come and watch Hong Kong Sevens and Fiji. How I good? I was like, I mean, that's, that's a lot of money. Well, that's a lot of money. You've got global rapid rugby, and I know it's in its nascent stage at the moment and not all's well there, but... They've got a Fijian team, they've got a Samoan mm. team, and that Fiji Latui team is getting big crowds already yeah, yeah. No, at I'd... Churchill Park to watch them play in a viable competition. How many times is Super Rugby going to look the other way and say, let's just protect well, the hegemony I... that uh, we've come to rely on? I think what they need to do is understand where Pacific Island sits in our, one, our talent pool, and then two, in terms of our supporter pool. And so what I would do is... Potentially, mm-hmm. it's not a full 100% 
Fijian based team or Samoan based team. It's a mixture of you know maybe Auckland based, Fiji based, or where, wherever, and they do a hybrid to start with for the first two years to see what they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I just find it really difficult and frustrating not to see how they support and help the islands um, get into a more financially stable position. Look, um, look I, to, I mean, to, I haven't been able to talk about this really and vociferously for the last 12 years because of other obligations, but I, I'm just tired of it. I, it. Eventually, you've got to change. You cannot put up with the same excuses. It's all about cash. The game's not all about cash. I know money's important to rugby. I know it's a business, but it's not all about money. If this game is all about money, then all of us who have a deep affection for it might as well walk away. It cannot be all about money. At some point, it's got to be about the soul of the game. And there is a beating soul of rugby in the Pacific that you cannot have just when it suits you. I.e., you cannot just have it because some players come to New Zealand or Australia and you can pick them up, or to England for that matter, or to French club rugby. You have to be able to give back. You have to say finally and wholly that we are now going to have a pathway for the Pacific to be a viable and financial member of our little party. Otherwise, just stop the token bullshit gestures. So what I get from you is you're saying, look, we need to start looking at the islands as an investment. Start investing Absolutely. rather than saying to them, go and stand on or, your own or two just, feet, let's invest you know, in Or just island. say, look, like the stipulations that we apply to joining this competition, it's all well and good if you've got, you know, and we're talking about money. Half of New Zealand's provinces are bankrupt. And let's yep. not talk about money. Yeah. <laughs> and let's not say, well, they can't afford it. Oh, it's not a viable. We can't, we can't do it because they can't stump up the cash. Well, then drop that stipulation for the good of your competition and for the good of your competition. Well, who who then Pacific funds it, involved. though? I ask that question. Who then funds it? I'm sure they can get the sponsors to fund their team. I'm sure the New Zealand government would step in to support their team as they are trying to support sporting programs throughout the Pacific as part yeah. of foreign affairs and trade. Um, there are many options here, but I'm saying if you... Look, so where's they, the stumbling block? People keep putting applications on the table to join Super Rugby. They keep getting Pushing pushed away. But you've got, what, you've got your negotiations next year, is it? Yeah. So we'll, let's see what happens there, well, right? Let's hope so. Let's well, hope you, the they brought Japan in, and Japan was brought in because it suited countries to bring Japan closer so that their players could be farmed out there to play in a competition that wasn't as tough as England's and France's, so their players wouldn't get injured, so they'd still be able to come back, play Super Rugby, and play for their country. That is a marriage of convenience. Japan was used in the Sunwolf deal, absolutely used. And now they're leaving. Now they're leaving. She's a brutal old session, this one. Ooh, isn't she's Sumo getting things off his well, chest. Tell, tell me it's I any like other it, way. I tell me it's it. any other way. I respect it. I, I mean, and I, I respect look, the people trying to run our players. game. But get it sorted. You know, enough. I, I, I agree with you there. Get it sorted. We need to find something that changes, not changes the face of our game, but gives us more stability, structure, and also... Yeah, not changes le- the face of our game. It reflects forward. the face of our game. Reflects it, yeah. You know, I laughed at the Australian jersey launch for the Rugby World Cup. Five white dudes modelling their Wallabies World Cup jersey. The team is basically two-thirds Polynesian. Where are them? Where are their faces on an advertisement for their jersey? You don't game? know what the makeup lady was like, though. No. They <laughs> might have been three Polynesians. Actually, maybe but she it, just put, it probably was, actually. Yeah, she put a lot of white. It's a lot of light. Because you know they've got white cream in Fiji, eh? What? They have like a, a it's, like, it's like sunscreen, but it's actually white cream. It makes you whiter. Because you know when we go on tour... When we go on tour like to South you, Africa you, where the sun is shining, you'll see all the white creatures bathing in the sun, just roasting it up, you know. And then you see all their brothers 
Yeah. Under the tree, just, oh, no. Yeah, because... I don't want to get too brown. <laughs> because they're not dumb. No. Because they realize that the sun is a great gaseous nuclear ball that is trying to kill you, while white people still have not figured this out. Oh, it's so I'm awesome, telling you it? right now. It's so good. This is, this is when you have a connection with nature, you figure this shit out. You got a connection with nature? I do have a connection with nature. I was, I was in, I was in nature. I was in nature yesterday. Oh, really? Not in a natural state. I was just in nature. What were you doing? I was at Mahurangi Regional Park. What a spot. Going for a walk. Yeah. With I had the fam a down. Walk with the fam. Walk oh, with yeah. the boys. You keep up with them? Found a toxic sea slug. A toxic sea slug? Yeah. What did you do with it? One of the boys poked it with a stick and it squirted purple ink. Oh, yeah. Serious? Yeah. Where, are they native to New Zealand? I don't or? know. I've never seen one in my life. No, neither. No, I didn't even know they existed. Neither did I. Until Good to yesterday. see the rude still alive <laughs> there, mate. You didn't peck away at it. Try and eat it. Who wins this competition? Do you still back the Crusaders after that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, you know, as Razor said, it's come at a right, the right time for them. And you look at the factors, you know, the heat, the travel, all that sort of stuff. It's just, yes, there are excuses, but they won't look at it as excuses. As you can see what Razor's saying, they've all looked internally. He's got them to look individually at themselves, decision-making on the field um, and things around what they do, and then collectively line out decisions, things like that. How do we get better? So that they're coming into this final, whatever it's, six weeks, four weeks, five weeks um, run, mm. they're coming into it all collectively on the same page and making the right decisions. So they got the Rebels this week. And I think they beat the Rebels. Well, they'll in smash the Rebels, won't they? Well, Rebels' season's hanging by a thread here too because the Waratahs, I believe, have the easier run even though they've got the Brumbies this week. The Rebels have got the Crusaders and then they've got the Chiefs. But the Crusaders have got the one game then they've got to buy a final round. So that gives oh. them an extra week before the playoffs to get themselves sorted, which I think is really important for that Crusaders side. Yeah. They can sit yeah, there, well, they can take stock of where they're at. But they are far and away the best team in this competition just on points earned alone, 53 of them versus next best on 44. Well, some of their matches have been unbelievable isn't it mm. yeah i mean you a dvd on rugby is your show a crusaders match it's been that good um i think the hagwaris i like the hagwaris i like the they're going to be a real um curveball well the hagwaris have got the sharks this weekend um i think they'll beat the sharks yeah. in uh, argentina and then they finish up with the sunwolves so they still to me look like they're top that table how good's that isn't yeah, it's it? awesome that's beautiful. But the real race for me is who's going to be the fourth team? Who's going to host that fourth quarter mm, final? Probably South the Blues. Africa's, it's not the Blues. Ugh, gosh, I've it's got to let go of that one, do I? You do have to let go of that Oh, bugger. Likely be the Hurricanes. Um, yep. I don't think anyone else can really get up there. Hurricanes have got... Um... As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, the Blues' last week of the competition in Wellington. Oh, oh, Blues historically do all right in that game. Historically, that means you've got to go back 10 years plus. Played my debut in Hurricanes in Wellington. In Wellington. In Wellington How'd against the Hurricanes. Pfft, unbelievable. Well, no, not me. The game was awesome. We put it was the opening game of Super Rugby. We put sixty points on them. It was just unbelievable. Imagine being a part of this Blues team that can actually sit here one day and say, "Do you remember that local derby we played when we put sixty on a team?" They live. They live for a moment like that. Do you want to even talk about that Blues Bulls game? Because I don't. I never want to. Nah. I never want to talk about it again. Nah. I want to pretend it never existed, nah. and I want to pretend that I didn't waste eighty minutes of my life watching it. You watched the whole game. Yeah. You know, I did it for you because I knew you were away and you couldn't. I've got rugby pass though. Oh, Condensed version. How good is it? Yeah. It's pretty I mean, good. honestly, you can sit and watch a whole um, week's rugby mm-hmm. in forty-five, fifty minutes. Mm-hmm. And you get all the games. You're up to date. You know who's playing well. Boom, boom. I, look, I don't do it week on, week, week in and week on. I I watch all the games um, to broaden my rugby knowledge. Um, but uh, yeah, look, I just think it's such a good offering that Rugby Pass has. My contract's up for negotiation. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is anyone? Hey, Whoa, shit. did anyone yeah. come with what? the um, the Andy Good? Uh, uh, he went on another bender. Did he? Yes. <laughs> Calm down. Mate, he's a legend. Yeah, it was Sarah's one. Sarah's yeah, won the, the premiership. premiership. So he went on a two-day bender this time dressed as a nun. As a nun? Yeah, but I haven't had any... Uh, there's been no words yet from any Super Rugby player who's willing to go full kit celebration and earn the $2,000 prize that you kindly offered on behalf of Rugby Pass. Yeah, no, look, Rugby Pass and I will pay this together. What um, you've, you've put I on there. That you are in a contract negotiation. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> um, look, I, I think it's going to be magical. What, go dressed as a nun for two days? No, not a nun. He went full makeup as well. Lipstick and all. Oh, that'd be niggly. He's a sicko. Yeah, no, I'm really, I'm really hoping we see um, some soldier. There's got to be a full kit celebration here. I reckon Brody Retallick's your front runner. Guzzler? Yep, I reckon Guzzler be front runner. As far um, as I know, there's some video floating around of a family Christmas, a Guzzler family Christmas, where jugs were smashed on each other's heads. Sounded like a pretty loose family to grow up in. No offence, Joe and Patch. You've got lovely I would, boys. I would suggest it was a pretty loose family. North Canterbury, mate. She's, you've been there. They were, yeah. If <laughs> I treat, sorry. I wonder how I'd survive. They need a trigger warning. I just wouldn't survive in that family. What family? Precious little city kid. No, well, he took your job. He told you in a KFC. McDonald's. Was it a Macca's? Macca's. I thought it was a KFC. No, it was a McDonald's. Well, I just love his confidence. He's like, mate, beat it. I don't need you around. Beat it. Time's up. Who's going to top the Australian Conference? Do you believe the Rebels can beat either the Crusaders or the Chiefs over the next two weeks and that the Brumbies will get beaten by the Waratahs? The Chiefs are making a bit of a run for it, aren't they? They were so good in Fiji. Yeah. Sam Kane? Yeah. Talk to me. Massive. How good? Yeah. The guy hasn't paid for 11 months. Yeah, broken what? He is unbelievable. I honestly, genuinely was thinking he's going to struggle to come back. I did. 
and I'm going to stand up 100%. here. 100%. I was thinking, mate, that is tough. And he is just going. Not not based on the character of the bloke, because no, we know no, that no, that's no. rock just solid. just injury. But you were thinking to yourself, and we had this conversation another yeah. time, on, I don't think on the pod, but we're both sitting there going, how do you break your neck and then put your head back in that place 11 months later? And, um, you know, in the meantime, of course, a lot of support for Artie Savia to be the starting yeah, yeah. seven in the All Blacks. You know that Simpsons scene where Homer disappears into the hitch? That has been used as, a, as an instrument. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that, that's now, those, they're all... That's what's happening. Yeah, and everyone's going, Sam Kane's the man again. So Sam will play seven? God, who? Kieran Reid? We'll play eight. I, and, what, and six? Can, can I ask you this question? What is up with Kieran Reid haters? Are there heaps of them? No, I don't think there's heaps of them, but there just seems to be a general vibe out there. He's got that vibe. Isn't it when, this is when people start going... Oh, no, nah, he's not on my team because they are solely picking on four. And they're not actually Reed. just realising. Blokes won two World Cups. He's still got the skills. He's still got yeah, very big shoulders that hurt people. I, I just. So man. who's playing six? Scott Barrett's playing six. Oh, this is why we're a partnership, mate. He's got to, doesn't he's he? He's got to play six. <laughs> just, just, he's just, got oh. to play six with Artie either coming off the bench or starting him and Sam Kane. Sam Kane at number eight. Artie, Artie covers all three positions. That's great utility value. Matt Todd could well be, again, the unlucky man in New Zealand rugby as mm-hmm. a loose forward. By the way, Fetu Douglas is playing outstanding yeah, for really the moment. Well. Liam Squire comes back this weekend. He's got a point to prove. They're still going to need to take sixes. You know who we haven't heard much about this year? Shannon Frizzell. We've hardly heard a peep about him. We start haven't heard a peep about him. People start talking about him. But we haven't heard Via Fafita's name for a while. Yeah, I just, yeah. But Barrett is the ultimate, isn't he? It's like, hey, Scotty, can you play lock? Sure. Hey, Scott, can you play six? Sure. A, he scored a try on the weekend, didn't he? He was massive on the weekend. Oh, and and it was... It was, a, it was a good try. Oh, yeah. Because I see, he's like, looked around, he's like, where's my support? And then, poof, out from the fence. Right like, the face. Beat it, mate. Mm-hmm. Teammates, go back to halfway. I got this. He should have <laughs> kicked it, too. That's, that's your trick. I would have kicked it. I never did a place kick in my whole rugby career. Not it even your guts, last game. It guts me to this day. Why? I don't know. You were subbed in your last game. I think you? no. I think the reality was everyone knew I wanted to do it, so they just said, "Nah, bugger him." Pain in the ass, eh? We're okay. Hypothetically, where speaking, do you think it's appropriate to do that? Stuff? Absolutely, in your last game. Jerome got to do it in his last game. Yeah, I know. Here's my question to you, though. At what point would you have said no because you would have shamed yourself? 30 metres? 40 metres? Less than? Oh, I'd say probably 15 minutes into the match. <laughs> I'd be that bloody <laughs> no, naked. No, but distance-wise? Ah, oh, 30. 30 would be your limit if you could take it within 30. Only because there's probably seven people watching. At training, I could do it. Yeah, one of your up. best mates is Carter, right? So he practiced goal kicking quite a bit. How many times did you practice kicking with Carter? Not a huge amount, actually, because my body was so wrecked <laughs> that if I kicked, it ruined my knees even more. So I didn't actually kick a lot. Um, I used to do, so he used to train on Tuesday afternoons or Wednesday afternoons, I can't remember one of them, and I used to go down and uh, just catch the ball for my high ball practice and kick off receipts and things like that. I just used to do that. Only when I didn't want to go to the gym. Which was every Tuesday. I was looking at a warehouse today and the guy um, brings in supplements into yeah. the country. Does he? And he's he's a big rooster. Well, he's, and he's, what, can't can't yeah, close he's his like, arms. Yeah. And um, 
he's like, mate, you would have been to the gym, mate. And he just started gymming me with all this gym stuff. And did I was he like, talk that deeply? Yeah, and I was, yeah, he did. He's and on I, roids. I was like, oh, mate, I got to get out of here, but I did not like the gym. The gym was overrated. Oh, no. Did, he, and, did, he, did he give you supplements? No. Nothing. I wouldn't take them. Why? I don't I, I just didn't, didn't take a lot of supplements. Eh? I I once uh, wrote Corey Jane's uh, biography, as you of well know. You did, yeah, yeah. And no, you used uh, my cover, didn't you? That's right. Well, the publisher used the same cover. It's obviously a good seller. That's why plagiarism to yeah. the max. Well, it's a form of flattery, isn't it? It's the publisher. They and then who wrote it. Beavers? Did you write Beavers? Yeah. And then so you used the same cover too. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Again, same publisher. What do you want me to do, James? James Griffin, you're a champion, mate. We were, James didn't we come were, up. We were true, James, trend, we were true trend, trendsetters when it came to books James didn't design and the genres cover. and he how people wanted to understand a rugby moron, write like a rugby moron. And we were well, a great seller. Yeah, the first one. Then you went back for seconds. I understand you disappeared. You made him write the whole thing on his own. No, that was... Uh, I probably didn't pull my weight as much as I probably should have. <laughs> if we're in a confession booth here. Then. Back to the topic at hand. Corey once told me that, that you'd find Frank's just sitting in his underwear, just literally scooping protein powder out of the tub. Scooping just, it and just putting it just in straight his, into his, in his gob, gob, just chewing protein. Oh, yuck. It's disgusting. Is true they carried their own chili bins, the Frank's brothers? So they had their little, I think they had little chillers. Little yeah, chillers. Because they had their own shakes in there. So, so they, they had little chillers. <laughs> just walking around with like lunch boxes. Oh, if you How look good. back on it, if you look, here's a. I mean, this is a serious question. You yeah. look back on it, and you place rugby mm-hmm. and team sports for that, and for that matter, in a professional scale. Mm-hmm. I think you'll find they're not as high as individual sports or other smaller sports, mm-hmm. because you there's one thing that you've got to factor in, or you can't factor in when it comes to professionalism and team sports is how you'll get on. So you actually need time to mix and mingle and understand each other, and you do get isolated if you want to be really different and mm-hmm. do that or mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. And I just found it really fascinating. If I look back on my career, I say, you know, hand on heart, did I have fun? Mate, I had a ball, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't wouldn't take anything back. But you say, Sheesh, was I as ultimately as professional as I could have been, or an individual athlete? And you go. Mate, this mirror is not lying, mate. And you know, you, you could have done a lot more things. And uh, you just wonder how many people or where rugby can go with these kids now getting more and more professional. And I think it's sort of, it's the whole ethos or the whole view is we've got to get more and more professional. And that's when people like Sunny Bill and Mar and sure. and the likes Brad Thorne but came still in going. Team, but they're still team men, right? Yeah, you've got to be. That's yeah. the thing. So you've so, got to factor it in. So I'm going to tell you something to finish the short ball today, Ellie, which is going to bring joy to your heart. Right? The Under-20 World Rugby Championship starts uh, in the morning New Zealand time. Uh, New Zealand taking on Georgia in their first assignment. Ooh. Caught up with the under-20s before they left. Sat down. We did a series of interviews with the boys. Um, the about, boys. Through about nine of them. Scotty. And the do you, boys. Do, do you, do you, <laughs> what are the boys' names? <laughs> the boys. The boys. I mean, the boys. The boys. And now, every one of them, when I asked them what they wanted to get out of this tournament, apart from winning, which is obvious, that's what they're all there, you know what they said to me? Experience. No. Life stories. I want to make the best group of friends I'll ever make in rugby. Now that brings joy to my heart. And I'll tell you how to do it. One simple way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Win a championship. You reckon? Yes. If you win a championship... What, you're better friends? You become better friends and you bond so much more. That's because you go be- out for three straight days. 
correct? Mm. But you've you've got it. You've you've found that inner drive within each other, which makes you do that go the extra mile on the field, and so subconsciously become a lot lot better friends. And you remember the teams that you're in when you win championships. So the secret to any good friendship in life is be successful together. Well, yeah. In a sporting sense. In a sporting sense. I, I would, in a sporting sense, you've got to come from a position where you're not dominant mm-hmm. to a position of dominance and championships and rewards. And I think it grows your your personal connection with them and then your on-field connection with people. That's good to know. Well, I, I, I wouldn't take If we take, can take this podcast to ranked around 500 to top five, when Where are we, 500? No, I don't know where we are, actually. How many world there. podcasts are there? Lots. Lots. So well, where do you reckon we sit? Lots, what's lots, lots? 100,000? Podcasts? Yeah. Millions of them. Millions of podcasts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's look in the mirror. Okay. Are we really working as hard as we can? <laughs> okay, drop that mirror. Let's look in this one. <laughs> Where do we sit, mate? Where do we sit in the, in the podcast world? Where do we sit in the podcast world? That's the question we're going to ask. You know Would what you like gonna... to do it on colours or on um, no, on ratio? On I numbers? want to talk about this podcast. I want to do what Razor did. We're going to go away tonight. Yeah, we're okay. going to think about when we were up in this podcast yeah. and how we've let it slip down the back end. Yeah. And we're going to say, what could we have done tactically? Did we kick too long? Did we kick around a conversation too long? We're going to take Razor Robertson's coaching okay. philosophy into this because I think the only thing letting down this podcast, it's not mindset. No. It's it's tactics. No, it's because we haven't bloody won, mate. Where's <laughs> When do we get awards and shit like that? Producer Alice, blame her. Alice, are you going to give us rewards? Yeah, you guys win all the awards, in my opinion. There we go. Can we just call someone shit? And that would help, like you used to do. Wow. Sam, you're shit. You're shit, Sam. you got a lot to work on, Sam. You know what? Next week he'll be unbelievable. No, no, exactly you know what right. he's going to do? He's going to say hello. He's, when not you walk into the room. he's, he's actually not going to be here. He's not going to film this podcast next week. <laughs> he's going to say hello to us when we walk in the room. Because you know, Sam sits there Sam and he never, say, he never even says hello. You said hello to me. Actually, you shook your hand, darling. No, I shook your hand. I was forthcoming. You didn't even come and shake my hand. <laughs> I had to reach over and say, Hey, Sam, how are you, mate? He was a quiet man. Yeah, you can't get a word in each way with you, you. It's been a short ball for another week. Catch all the rugby on rugbypass.com. Well played. Cheers, mate. You shit. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.